0: Radio MD. Radio MD.com. It's health delivered daily. Melanie Coles, Health Radio. Well, we've all heard about the CEOs who burn the candle at both ends and how successful they are because they don't need sleep, and, and they're just able to get so much done at the time when the rest of us have to just fall flat and close our eyes. But actually, that is not necessarily the secret to success. And my guest today is Terry Crawley. She's the co-founder of a four-bed sleep disorder center in Virginia, a nationally recognized sleep health consultant, educator, and advocate. And she's the co-author of Sleeping Your Way to the Top. So Terry, welcome to the show. Adults, Kids, teens, electronics, sleep hygiene, light. I mean, there's so much that goes into it now with sleep, and we're hearing more and more about it. What do you want people to know about sleep?
1: Oh, gosh, Melanie, thanks for having me, first of all. It's a pleasure to be on your show. I think people need to stop and rethink sleep and make it a priority in their lives. I mean, really make it. It's a foundational thing, along with diet and exercise, and we have to treat it as such. So I tell people to make sleep and sufficient sleep a personal, family, classroom, and workplace value.
0: That is great advice. I am I am like the sleep police in my house. With both <laughs> my kids, I've been putting them to sleep early since they were very little. And even my, my 16-year-old son still climbs into bed at 8 o'clock. Maybe he does a few things, but he's in bed early just because he's tired and he knows he's got a big day the next day. So... Let's just start with teens for a minute because I know we're talking mostly about successful people and work and all of this, but I just want to hear what you say about teens because their circadian rhythms are way whacked. Their, bio- you know, their clocks are just way out of there. They stay up till two. They want to sleep until four the next day. What do we do about our teens?
1: Well, you're absolutely right about the teenagers. And we really have to help them because their biology makes it so they're tired later and they want to sleep later. I mean, they can't help it. It's not a character flaw. It's not a behavioral issue. It's the biology. So we have to work, I mean, as adults, and just ensure their health and safety. And by doing that, we have to ensure that they're getting enough sleep every night, which is about 9 to 9.25 hours is what they need on a daily basis. And you and I both know that a lot of teenagers are not getting this required amount of sleep. So I'm working with an organization called Start School Later, and what we're doing is you know in educating people in the you know classroom, um, teachers, students, parents, the need for the sleep need for these teenagers, and that maybe we should push the school start time um, a little bit later in the day so they don't have to get up quite so early.
0: My son is a big fan of that later start time. He actually even did a debate on it, so he thinks that he's just right on board with you in there because he gets up at 5.30 yeah. and has to you know, be ready for the bus at 6.30, so that's a big one. Now, let's just jump to adults here, and, and in this day and age of needing to check our emails every 10 seconds... And the texts, the texts that come through and people wake right up and check their email first thing. And so does that make us more successful? Because we're right on and we got to answer that email in just two seconds. Or are we doing ourselves damage in that way?
1: Yes, we're, we're actually doing ourselves a disservice. And the point of our book, and it's applicable to anyone and everyone that wants to just have a better quality of life and be successful in all senses of the word, but we have to learn to turn the electronics off and get that sleep because it's not the quantity of hours, it's the quality of hours. And since sleep is so foundational, we're going to be more effective, more, you know, just alert um, careful, make better decisions. We're going to be happier. We're going to be healthier. We're going to you know, ha- be more motivated if we're well-rested. So that's our message that we want to make loud and clear that you're not missing anything. And most of us do need about eight hours a night, um, you know, averaging seven to nine in that Group someplace. And there's some variability among individuals, but most of us need that. Um, and we really should strive to get that on a daily basis.
0: So how do we get that on a daily basis? What do you tell people about sleep hygiene and getting rid of the electronics at that time of the night or, you know, making sure that their house is cool enough? And I mean, there's so many things that go into it. People drink, they eat later and later now, and they're on their tablets. And what do you tell people about that?
1: Sure. I mean, we really have to um, educate people about good sleep hygiene, which habits. And I think it comes back to make it a priority in your life. And even if it's just for a week or two, try to get an extra 30 minutes, try to get an extra hour a night and see how much better you feel. Because a lot of us have lost our point of reference. We're exhausted because we're, you know, constantly plugged into electronics and we're not practicing good sleep hygiene. So we say, you know, get electronics out of the bedroom, keep the bedroom as dark as possible while sleeping, keep a cool temperature going, you're, you know, likely to fall asleep quicker and and sleep through the night if you've got a cool environment and, you know, keep the clutter out of the bedroom. Um, Don't have a lot of stressful things in there, you know, keep your unfolded laundry out, keep your to-do list, your, your bills, all that should Hmm. be kept out of the bedroom, make it a sleep sanctuary.
0: That's certainly true because when you have that laundry in there, you're looking at it, and that list next to your bed, you get up and you write stuff down on it, and all of these things come into play which really affect your sleep. I mean, it really, really does. So so what else do you want us to know about the quality of the sleep that we're getting versus just necessarily the quantity?
1: Well, I mean, I think by making it a, a sleep sanctuary, um, also don't forget, mattresses and pillows. I think we tend to get used to our, um, you know, the ones we've had for way too long. And our bodies change over time. And this is relevant for children and adults of all ages, that as our bodies change, our sleep surface needs may change a little bit. Um, You may want a softer surface as you get older. Children need some room to sort of stretch out and grow. So think of that. And when you think of quality sleep, Think of um, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Are you restored and refreshed? If you're not, start a dialogue. Always talk about sleep with your physician. Um, Sleep is a vital sign. And we look at sleep as just one of those markers of of health. And if you're having problems, don't assume they'll go away on their own. But, But always have a dialogue with your physician about how you sleep. And see a sleep specialist if problems persist or you think you may have a sleep disorder.
0: Do you think we're over-medicated as a society where sleep is concerned and that there are more sort of, you know, alternative ways or just home remedies, things you can do to get better sleep, or do you think we need the medication that people are taking?
1: Well, I think we've sort of historically been too reliant on or we want a pill to fix everything, whether it's diet or or sleep. I mean, sometimes that's um, the prevailing mentality, but sleep should come easy. Um, You know, we're saying if you get enough sleep, You're going to have the energy to exercise during the day, which in turn will help you sleep in the next night. Or if you get enough sleep, you're gonna eat the right foods and you won't need to be, you know, having craving sugar and drinking coffee all day long, which will disrupt your sleep. You see these things are sort of turn into vicious cycles. But if you have a healthy lifestyle, you're less likely to need any sort of medication. And if you do have something like insomnia, a lot of us deal with that at one time or another, I mean, you know, we're we're all stressed out and have demanding schedules. There's something called cognitive behavioral therapy, which has been shown to be incredibly effective in treating insomnia.
0: So we only have about 30 seconds left. Tell people where they can see the book, Sleeping Your Way to the Top, and more about you.
1: That's, sure, absolutely. My website is terrycrawley.com, and I'll spell that for you. It's T-E-R-R-Y-C-R-A-L-L-E. Dot com And Sleeping Your Way to the Top is available um, on Amazon as well as they are. it is in Barnes & Noble stores.
0: So Sleeping Your Way to the Top and the best information from Terry Crawley is that we do need to get that night's sleep. And to be successful, you need to be well-rested. You know me, I'm kind of a nap person, so I do like to take my naps. But that we all need to really turn off the electronics and practice good sleep hygiene and teach your children Really teach your teens and your children about routine, maybe taking that warm bath, turning everything off that's got something electronic or a plug, and really getting those good nights sleep because it is that important for a successful day and good attention and good focus the next day, good energy. This is Melanie Cole. If you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. Thanks for listening and stay well.